This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win from Morris Home. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD or CBD distillate tends to be more potent and lasts longer, which is what we're talking about here. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So if this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Create-A-Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. Bonus episode, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Headlock Talk, where today we will be reviewing PWG Battle of Los Angeles, Night One. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. I'm, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt. And as always, right across from me, in person this time, the one and the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, Stephen. How's it going, man? It's going good. Going good, yeah. Sweet, yeah. sweet. Oh, I'm doing all right, man. Doing good. all right, yeah. Uh, we, uh, uh, we're recording this episode in advance as a... Bonus episode. Bonus. I thought I'd spare you the the No, I thought it was great. Yeah, it took a lot out of me there for a minute. But yes, we've been leaving some teasers in our album of the week choices the last couple weeks as to 
you know, what we're going to do for maybe a little bit of a bonus episode, bonus series, some bonus content for you guys over the mm-hmm. next coming weeks. Uh, I know we're all kind of in the midst of, uh, some of us are uh, quarantined, some of us are, you know, stay-at-home orders and whatnot. Uh, so we're trying to give back in any way that we can uh, to you, our fans and listeners. Um, we also want to give back to independent wrestling because, of course, that's really important. Mm-hmm. And uh, I chose to uh, download some PWG shows off of HighSpots.com. Definitely recommend that as a a good source to uh, support independent wrestling, of course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, what we've done here is uh, we've downloaded um, a show, three shows rather, uh, that I've been anticipating for quite some time. And that would be PWG's Battle of Los Angeles 2019. Now, this week we will be covering night one uh, of PWG Battle of Los Angeles, um, which I thought was an overall pretty good show. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty good. Uh, I don't want to necessarily jump up and say it was great. Yes. Uh, it, it was very good, very good. Just missing the line on great, I think. I think so. I, I think that uh, it's it, it, it was... Um, there's there's not really a bad match per se no. on the card. Um, there are some lulls, I will say. Um, but with that being said, um, I, I I think that it is it is good. Um, yeah. mo- most um, what's the best way of saying this? Most polite way of saying this. I've been watching PWG for a while, mm-hmm. and usually when it comes to the Battle of Los Angeles, night one tends to be not as strong as nights two and night three right well of course night three is going to be the best i mean it's like yeah of course you like you have to build a night three mm-hmm. you know and but we, we still got some good entertainment here oh yeah definitely mm-hmm. um so let's not waste too much time here ladies and gentlemen uh, battle of los angeles pwg's been doing this for uh decades actually believe it or not um uh, it's it's just um, how can I say this? It, it's one of the probably the premier American wrestling tournaments uh, that there are. Obviously, if you go to you know uh, New Japan, there's the the you know super uh, not super strong style. That's progress. Yeah, yeah. G one G one. There you go. And uh, best of the super juniors. Mm-hmm. And then if you go over to to, to England, you'll have. Uh, the uh, Super Strong Style 16 in Germany. They have the uh, 16 karat gold tournament. Mm. Uh, these are these are good tournaments, obviously, to watch. Um, but yes, for for American audiences, uh, PWG Battle of Los Angeles is a very very good tournament. But but Tanner, you forgot about King of the Ring. Hmm. Hmm. Makes you wonder, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, Battle of Los Angeles, uh, I guess, started back in uh, 2005, so this would be the, um, I believe, the 15th, 14th or 15th annual 14th, yeah. uh, Battle of Los Angeles, so that's pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, we, we've got some pretty awesome competitors here. It looks like the tournament bracket for 2019 um, is as follows. Uh, we had... Um, 
Let me see here. We so some of the matches that we had here for the first round. We had a kid uh, and luck, uh, facing off with Lucky Kid, mm-hmm. um, Artemis Spencer and Jonathan Gresham. Uh, let me see Brody King, Caveman Ugg, and let me see here. There was another one, Darby Allen, Black Taurus. Oh, and Jeff Cobb and uh, Dicegate Sekimoto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those were all in night one. Um, so yes. Uh, very fun match uh, up here to open up the show. A kid versus Lucky Kid. I thought, um, actually, a really early candidate for match of the night. I thought. Yeah, no, I was, I was pretty much just gonna say the same thing. Uh, definitely one of my favorite matches on the card for sure. I had seen a little bit of Lucky Kid, not maybe like a match, maybe two matches from him. Uh, I think this is the first time I'm seeing A kid though, and good God. That guy's fantastic. He's very, very good. Yeah, very, very good worker, very consistent. I really liked uh, specifically his part throughout the match. I thought Mm -hmm. it really made made the match, honestly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fantastic opener, really good momentum through it. Uh, Both of those guys work really well together. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of funny that the the opening match would be up there for match of the night. But, I mean, these guys killed it. Mm -hmm. It was was very good. Uh, Good pacing back and forth. Both Mm -hmm. guys got in a lot of good offense. Uh, You you take a look at um, A-Kid, for example. Um, And you would see him and you're like, man, he's probably a a flyer of sorts, right? Uh, But no, 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 no. Uh, Don't ever judge a book by its cover, ladies and gentlemen, because this guy, uh, he's very much in the mold of like a Daniel Bryan type, Mm -hmm. I would say. Um, He he can fly around. He does give, uh, you know, uh, some flying moves. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, he does also have quite a good arsenal of strikes. And he's very, very well skilled in submission moves as well. Yeah, and I think that's what really makes him and Daniel Bryan uh, be so similar is their grappling technique. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, A-Kid is like almost, I don't want to say on par with Daniel Bryan necessarily, just because no. we've seen so much from Daniel Bryan. I've only seen a little bit from, yeah. from A-Kid. But I'm glad you brought that up because watching A-Kid, it reminds you of Daniel Bryan. Like their mm-hmm. their styles are very very similar. But I think A Kid does a little bit more of the the high flying stuff. Like mm-hmm. you know arm bars off the top rope, jumps off the off the side rope, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but still very much akin to Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was that arm bar that that it was that, that uh, ultimately finished off uh, Lucky Kid. Um, in, in about 18 minutes, actually, mm-hmm. um, he latched in that arm bar, started striking at Lucky Kid's chest. Uh, very, very good matchup. Uh, very much worth re- recommending, uh, checking out this match for mm-hmm. sure. Um, let me see here. Next match on the card was, uh, Brody King and Caveman Ugg. Yes. Now, <laughs> weighing in at eight. Eight. <laughs> Um, it was um, this one was a very interesting match because Caveman Ugg, for those unfamiliar, he's he's from Australia. He he is a caveman. He is. Yes, (laughs) he is. He is a caveman. Um, and uh, for those unfamiliar with Brody King, uh, not to be confused with Brody Lee, uh, this man is actually probably ten times scarier than Brody Lee. (laughs) <laughs> could yeah. ever hope to be. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, um, it's just huge, covered in tattoos, um, m- massive mountain of, of a man. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
this was also a a brutal match. A, yeah. a good big man match, I thought. Yeah, so I was I was telling you I remember uh telling you this like as we were watching the match where um the one of the main reasons maybe not the main reason, but one of the main reasons that I like independent wrestling and specifically like big hoss fights with independent wrestling mm. is I, I feel like with some of the bigger promotions, the the bigger you are, you kind of get put into this box where you're just this heavy guy. You're you're this big guy throwing heavy punches, um, you know, suplexes, things like that. Mm-hmm. You don't really see a lot of, you know, moves off the top rope, hurricane ranas, things like that. Uh, I think really the the only exception to that that I can think of uh, would be Keith Lee. Uh, mm-hmm. Being a big guy that does have the, those aerial moves, he's very acrobatic, he's very agile. Um, but you don't see a lot of that. But in independent wrestling, you do. And and you see people like Black Taurus uh, and uh, Caveman Ugg and Brody King and, and these guys, they're huge. They're huge guys. They, mm-hmm. they would fit right in uh, at a WWE main event, but they're out there doing top rope moves, hurricane mm-hmm. ranas, big things like that. Um, and, and that's one thing I really like to see because I, I feel like big man matches can get very stale very mm-hmm. quickly, but when you bring in things like that, it's just like it blows the roof off, and you're mm-hmm. like, I did not expect that. Where are we going next? You yes. know what I mean? Whereas a lot of big man matches, it's like suplex. Oh, and the guy gets up, and then they punch each other for a little bit, and then there's a <laughs> suplex, and you know, he throws so, the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so it was cool to see that we got a lot of that in this match. Mm. It, it was it was very good. Um, Brody King uh, won the match with just this devastating like power bomb to to a to a driver. I'm not quite sure what he calls it, but it was it was brutal. Yeah, it, it was. Um, yeah, I thought I thought he killed Caveman Ugg for a moment. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Caveman Ugg. Uh, yeah, he seemed like a crowd favorite for for a little bit there. And Brody King's obviously well over with the PWG crowd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no I feel one like really everyone on this card was getting chance at, mm. at one point or another, mm. you know? Well, and I think that's the beauty of the PWG crowd as well. Yeah, The yeah. people that, that go to these shows um, uh, that are in California, um, it's it, they're just very devoted. Uh, and a lot of times, if you see, like, the camera work in the crowd, um, you see a lot of the same people right, right. in the crowd at all the shows. Um, so it's a very devoted audience, um, and 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 they know their wrestling very well. Um, so yes, props to the crowd, obviously, of course, too, for this this event. That all of Battle of Los Angeles, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dragon Lee took on Ray Horace in the third match on the card. Uh, very good, very yeah. very good lucha style match. Um, this one for me is probably my match of the night. Right on, yeah. No, I mean, I really like the match. Uh, it's <laughs> in, in terms of lucha stuff, I'd say it's probably a little bit better than the main event, personally. Uh, just mm-hmm. in ter- terms of uh, pacing, really is the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for for this match, it did go a little long for me. Uh, I think uh, a lot of these matches on the card kind of suffered from that same thing. They were all very long. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you don't need a really long match to to have a great match or or to get your point across. Um, that being said, this match was still fantastic. I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, chip at it too much. Uh, I did think it went a little long, but I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. That that's a small nitpick out of the match, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, 
it's not um i mean th- there are parts of it that uh you're like oh man dragon lee's like incredible mm-hmm. right uh, and the same for for ray horace too yeah yeah as well um i mean are there better lucha matches out there absolutely the, there's always something better out there you know like yeah. and, and it's it's also subjective too you know be- better is a is a subjective word mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. who, who knows this could be someone's favorite match of all time you know yeah possibly i mean this was for me it was a very well done match i i mean i feel like it was um I feel like it was probably my match of the night. Yeah. Um, we'll see <laughs> as, as we review the card. Maybe I might change my mind. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Dragon Lee, he won with a running knee. Mm-hmm. And just about, um, I would say, what was it? Maybe about 15 minutes or so. Let Something me check. like that. I don't let know. Let me check the time. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, about almost 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it it was good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the next match on the card is uh, <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> it's Joey Janela and Alex Zane taking on Blake Christian and Tony Deppen. Um, now, I'm only familiar with Joey Janela out yeah. out of the four of these men. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Zane, I will say, greatly impressed me. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Deppen, and I, I'm I'm sure he, he I'm sure he did this on purpose, but he came across as very sleazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it was on purpose. Uh, <laughs> he was he was just grinding all over the top rope during uh-huh. his entrance. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, yeah, he's 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 quite the character. Mm. Uh, Blake Christian, um, he's a uh, Steven pointed out that he looks a lot like um like like Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Maybe. But like like 10 years ago. Yeah, like if you took a like Buddy Murphy if, if Buddy Murphy was a balloon, you took a needle and you popped him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> no, it's not an insult to to Blake Christian. Uh he performed very well in this match. Yeah. He just looks a lot smaller. I mean, not everybody can be like buddy murphy i mean just like jacked out of his mind yeah yeah like (laughs) (laughs) no i mean buddy murphy has has like he has no right to be as buff as he is no (laughs) like it's pretty crazy it should be illegal yeah uh Uh, no but this match um definitely the the weakest match on the card i think mm. uh it went very long Um, i i thought it was going to end about three or four pinfalls before it did um it, it was very very long uh, I'm a fan of Joey Janela, um, but I mean I don't know the the there wasn't anything overly bad about the match. It mm. was just it was just kind of there, and it was there for a really long time. Mm. And it's like okay, I mean there were some good spots. I I wasn't not entertained, mm. but I, I feel like the match was just waiting to get into that second gear or just waiting to get better and yeah. the, and then it ended mm. and i was kind of just left like all right give me the next one i guess you know so so pwg um is notorious for letting things go a little bit looser 
than than like your obviously your AEWs and your you know New Japan's and your uh, WWEs and your NXTs and all this and that, right? right. Um, that's because when they do this, I mean, yes, they are shooting their shows for DVD and for video download, right? But they're doing it for the live crowd, and I yeah. and I get that, right? Um, but this this match here it, it takes that almost to parody because there there was one spot like Steven brought up where there should have been maybe you know three it, it should have ended three or four pin attempts before it actually did. Uh, Tony Deppen um, is basically elevated on Joey Janela. Joey Janela's like holding him up, right? Um, and uh, <laughs> Alex Zane leaps off the top rope. And basically, uh, they give him this elevated, top-rope, leaping Canadian destroyer. Mm -hmm. And for all intents and purposes, that should be it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like... It, not, it wasn't even Blake Christian who comes in and breaks up the pin at two. Tony Deppen kicks out at two. Right. And I'm just sitting there like, there's no reason... Like there's well, no there's like like it's very it's 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 almost PWG to parody basically. Yeah. No, I can definitely agree with that. Just, like that was the that was pretty much the biggest move uh, of the match, mm-hmm. and that happened like seven or eight minutes before the match ended itself. Mm-hmm. And, and so you get that big spot. Tony Deppen kicks out at two, and you're like, okay, how are they going to top that? And then they don't, <laughs> and you're just kind of <laughs> like, all right, cool, yeah. I guess. No, uh, Alex Zane does hit a uh, a, a standing six thirty. That was a dope spot. That was yeah. it was pretty cool. Um, he hits that on Deppen to get the win. Um, this is basically, um, like I said, a, a spot fest for spot fest's sake here. Right. Um, not to say that you know these four guys didn't work hard. They did, obviously. Um, yeah, but it was uh yes, it 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 was it didn't really have much more than just the spots that it provided, I felt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um next match on the card here, yet again, um just like the first 3 uh matches um in, in the the card here. Uh this next match here is a Battle of Los Angeles tournament match. Uh Darby Allen Actually defeats Black Taurus. Yes. Uh, with a with this new uh, pinning combination uh, that he did. Um, it it was uh it was kind of strange. Came out of nowhere. Kind of came out of nowhere. And I think actually now now that I'm remembering this, I think Darby Allen actually used this same move on AEW last week. Mm. So maybe this is something that Darby Allen's had in his pocket for a little bit. He's he's it's kind of like a. He he kind of almost goes for a sharpshooter and then he like turns the sharpshooter over a little bit, but then like does a roll up for for a cradle almost. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a very it's this unique, weird like inside cradle thing. Uh, I'd have to see it a couple more times to yeah. like really get what what he's going for there. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's interesting that you bring him bring up him using it on uh, dynamite. I wonder if this is something mm-hmm. that that he's just uh, you know like a maybe like a long lost move of his that, that he's bringing back you know perhaps i don't know it, it I, I will say though first time seeing it, it was kind of confusing as to what was going on mm-hmm. i didn't know if he was uh going for like some type of submission mm-hmm. but then before i knew it he got the three count and mm-hmm. i was like okay okay i'll have to get used to that yeah you know 
It was a it was like a le- like a trapped leg pinning combination. Yeah, it was pretty it was a pretty cool move. Um, I will say, but the the crowd was not too happy with this. It kind of seemed like it came out of nowhere. Uh, the crowd kind of booed Darby a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, which is unique. Well, um, it's it's just a little, in my opinion, uncharacteristic of Darby. Um, mm-hmm. Just because Darby has that. You know, he's all about the the relentless. You know, mm. uh, no matter how much punishment he he takes, he's going to keep trying. He's going to keep trying until he gets it. And that kind of fits into his character, where he's like, okay, I can win right now, so I'm going to go for it. Mm. But at the same time, Darby always wins when he comes back from a lot of offense, delivers a lot of offense, and gets a clean pin. Mm. Um, this kind of like opportunistic, okay, I'm going to weasel in here and get the win. It's not like him, so, it's, so I can see why the crowd was kind of confused by it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really not not like him. Uh, and at the same time, I think Black Taurus he he put on a really good show as well. So I, I, th- I think the the crowd was wanting maybe a little bit more uh, out of the match, or or at least out of the finish. Uh, I, I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Black Taurus um, uh, he was involved in that uh, that crazy six man. Lucha tag team match yeah, uh, yep. from a, from a little while ago that we covered for PWG 16, yeah, fun times indeed, indeed. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Gresham uh, defeats Artemis Spencer <laughs> in a, just over 13 minutes, mm-hmm. um, and Jonathan Gresham looked great in this match. He, yes. he looked uh, very athletic. He looked very strong in his submission game. He looked he looked jacked. Jacked as all hell. Like, yeah. Like I've seen, I, I've seen Jonathan Gresham plenty in in in, in my time watching wrestling, um, and uh, yeah, I, I've never seen him look so swole ever. Like his shoulders, chest. Yeah. He he looked jacked as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um. In, in some parts, he looked bigger than Artemis Spencer, and Artemis was clearly the the taller, uh, heavier gentleman here in the match. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wasn't necessarily blown away by Artemis Spencer, um, but he he's he did help make the match, um, and, and by extension, Jonathan Gresham look really really good. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I think with this match, the the biggest thing that was holding it back was it just kind of took a little bit to mm-hmm. to get going. Um, from the beginning, they they were trading you know counters and, and uh, holds and things like that, and it really really wasn't going anywhere for a little bit. Um, as soon as it it finally started to kick in, the match got insanely more better. Insanely more better. I can do words good. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, that that was really the thing holding it back was the first, like, two or three minutes, maybe. It was just kind of like, all right, where's, yeah. where's this going? Yeah. Uh, but they kicked it into high gear, uh, ended up having a pretty good match. The finish was insane uh, with, uh, with Gresham, like, just beating the crap out of Artemis Spencer and, mm. and eventually Aubrey, uh, Aubrey Edwards, the rep, just, just called it. Uh, from there, but it it was brutal. It, I I remember saying it looked like an MMA finish. It did. It yeah. it did look like an MMA finish, uh, because Jonathan Gresham basically gets Artemis Spencer to the ground. He's going for a submission. He can't latch in the sub. Like he gets the submission latched in, I guess. Um, but then he just starts pounding away on him, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the ref is like, ah, 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 I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. This. I guess I gotta call it. <laughs> He's about to kill this guy. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then Gresham just kept 
wailing away at him for a couple more strikes after the bell, and uh, yeah, it was it was something. Yeah, I mean it was it was a good match for sure. Um, took a little bit to get going. Once it got going, it was good. Finish was good. Uh, obviously, Jonathan Gresham, friend of the show. It's nice to see him always. So yeah, yeah. We we haven't talked to Jonathan Gresham in a while. It's, it's I, been I, a minute. I need, yeah. I need to I need to DM him again. You know, try and see if he wants to have this barbecue. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Battle of Los Angeles. Last tournament match of the evening here. Uh, Jeff Cobb uh, did defeat Daisuke Sekimoto in just over 15 minutes. It was a. Um, this was another different big man match from what we saw earlier in the evening. This is a slobber knocker. <laughs> a slobber knocker, Steven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go on then. It, it was just big moves, big strikes, big yeah. grapples, big suplexes. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Uh, not necessarily the opposite of what I was talking about earlier, uh, but this is usually with Jeff Cobb, you you do see a lot of more of those moves, the the quick agile moves, uh, maybe mm. some flying moves. Uh, Cobb's known for that, mm. um, but this one was a very grounded match, very mm. grounded. Uh, like I said, big strikes, big grapples, uh, which is cool to see Jeff Cobb in that. I I usually see him, you know, running around, flying around, so it was cool to see him uh, go up against somebody who's like. No, we're going to stay here and we're going to beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, it seemed like this match was just a a practice in two men trying to overpower one another mm-hmm. um, until you know they they found the opening. Right. Um, uh, we did see a a giant uh, frog splash. Uh, yeah, from uh, uh, Sakamoto, uh, which was crazy. It, it was. Um, I, I would say this was a very, very solid. I would. I would actually, in retrospect, I would put this up there with the art of um, the um, Aramis. Not Aramis. <laughs> I do words good. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm doing the thing. Ray <laughs> Horace yeah. and uh, Dragon Lee match. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I would put that up there with this two very distinctly different matches but both very very good yeah um there are shades of the match that do somewhat remind me of um uh old samoa joe matches from ring of honor Mm. just a little bit um but uh yeah i I thought this was good yeah i mean i I like this match just because both guys came in and they knew what they were going to do you know what i mean uh they they knew it was going to be just beat the crap out of each other for a little bit, try to overpower each other. And, and that's what they went out and did. So, I mean, it was a good match. Yeah, very, very good. And then uh, to cap everything off, uh, last match of the night was Bandito and Flamita, Mexi Blood, mm-hmm. uh, taking on uh, the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, now, don't get me wrong, guys. Um, this match was, it was good it was fine um but it's definitely it it was definitely underwhelming for my expectations yes just a little bit um because you do get a lot of um the antics from pentagon particularly um which delays the crowd a little bit and bandito tries to get the crowd back up for it this was definitely a match for the live crowd Mm -hmm. Uh, so keep that in mind while watching this match um there's nothing in here um aside for maybe a few spots that that wasn't um i mean it it, it, i'm trying to be polite here steven Um, i mean tell them how you feel tanner 
Tell, tell them exactly how you feel. Because um, I'm going to tell them how I feel. Yeah. Well, you go ahead. I'm, I'm going to sit here and stew on this for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, just kind of echoing what, what you were saying, it, it wasn't a terrible match. Uh, it was a good match. But when you look at the, the wrestlers that, that mm-hmm. are in this match, you have the Lucha Bros and you have Mexi Blood. Um, the, these are some of the highest caliber luchadors out there ju- mm-hmm. just in general, you know, uh, there's not a lot of guys that can, that, that can match up with these guys or, or even touch these guys. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at that match on the card, you're expecting to be blown away. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there, there wasn't anything in the match that was like overly bad. It was just, just kind of slow. Uh, there was a lot of playing to the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was like very, very stop and go. Mm-hmm. Um, he, here's a move. Okay, now I'm going to pander to the crowd a little bit. Oh, here's a move, and I'm going to pander to the crowd a mm-hmm. little bit. And, and it kind of just went like that until it ended. Um, now, these guys are very, very talented. So the moves that they were executing were executed very, very well, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, very high-flying moves, lots of suicide dives, uh, lots of really creative tag team moves. But that's spaced out with a lot of pandering to the crowd. Yeah. Which I get. I understand. It's a live show. These people paid money to be here. They love you. So, uh, of course, you're going to pander to them a little bit. Um, But doesn't really translate over the internet very well, I think. Mm -hmm. So, that's my piece with it. Uh, I I do think it was a good match. Um, It being the main event definitely wasn't the best match on the card. That's okay, though. Um I don't know. I mean, I, I'm still fans of these guys. This yeah. doesn't like put a sour taste in my mouth or anything. It's just like I said, when you see this match on the card, you're just like you're ready for something, mm. and, and then when you don't quite get there, it's like mm. eh, I mean, it was good. It's good. There was a crazy spot um, where um, basically I think it was Flamita got on Bandito's shoulders and uh, Ray Phoenix got on Pentagon's shoulders. Yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Flamita counters phoenix and gives him a spanish fly um and, and that was huge i i really enjoyed that spot that yeah was, yeah that was amazing uh, so yes just just to kind of i guess piggyback and echo off of what you've said yes the parts where they were actually going uh, they go full throttle and mm-hmm. it's very good very high quality stuff um, but uh be do be prepared for a little bit of playing to the crowd mm-hmm. uh throughout the match yeah mm-hmm I agree. So that that leaves us with night one mm-hmm. uh, on uh, next week's bonus episode. Bonus. <laughs> we'll be covering night two. Uh, so what we what we're looking at for night two is Jake Atlas versus Jungle Boy, which that should actually be really good. Man, I um, don't get to see a lot of Jake Atlas, and I think he's great yes. so so I'm I'm glad to or I'm excited to see him. Uh, Joey Janela versus Mick Moretti. Uh, Aramis uh, will take on Ray Phoenix. Tony Deppen takes on Pentagon Jr. Um, Orange Cassidy versus David Starr. Yes. Uh, Bandito versus Laredo Kid. That should be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. Um, let me see. What was the next match? I think we've got a tag match somewhere in here. Uh, yes, we actually have two. Two tag two matches. Two tag matches, yeah. Let me see. Uh, 
Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Zachary Wentz and Desmond Xavier, the Rascals, will be taking on A-Kid and Kyle Fletcher. Um, I think that has something to do with um, uh, Mark Davis of Aussie Open, uh, who normally tags with Kyle Fletcher. I think he may have had an injury prior to this. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. And then uh, Jonathan Gresham and Daisuke Sekimoto will tag team against Jeff Cobb and Brody King. That's going to be insane. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, you guys. Well, that has been our bonus episode <laughs> of Headlock Talk. Uh, we will catch you guys later on in the week uh, for WrestleMania weekend. Yes, indeed. Yay! All right, take care, you guys. Be safe out there. Later. Bye-bye. Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com win for your chance to win from Morris Home. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com.